1: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Three Stakes ends April 3rd,
0: 2023. Void where prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. com.
1: right, welcome in. We are live talking about the Patriots 29 to nothing. Absolute domination of the Detroit Lions. Uh, it was throwback week, and I'll tell you what, it didn't feel like a throwback game. You know what will, I will say? It felt like a throwback game, not all the way back to when they wore the red jerseys all the time, but just a few years ago when Tom Brady was the quarterback and you know, bad teams have come in and the Patriots have just absolutely pounded them into oblivion. That happened today. It was fantastic, Matt. So much fun.
0: Yeah, this felt like the last time the Lions came to Foxborough. That was uh 2014 33 to nine game. LeGarrette Blunt ran all over them. Yeah, um, and that was a, that was a much better Lions team that year, too. Um, I tweeted it out, but the Lions have not scored a touchdown at Gillette Stadium since 2006. They scored one touchdown ever at the stadium. Obviously, that's in just three games being an right. NFC team. But um, yeah, if if you're going that long without scoring a touchdown, you're probably not doing something right. <laughs> probably not. Yeah. Yeah, this, this felt good. This is, I think we we talked all week uh, about kind of the running games in this and how that was going to determine it. And I think we felt like the Patriots were probably the better team, but there's reasonable doubt coming into this for a Detroit team that was one in three. They've moved the ball on offense and the Patriots have Bailey Zappi in there. I think there were legit question marks and to Agreed. come out and shut them out, win 29, nothing their first shutout since the last time that they started a rookie third string quarterback.
1: That of course was Jacoby Brissett in 2016. For those of you that are wondering what the answer to that trivia question is, Jacoby yeah. Brissett in 2016 against the Texans. Correct? Was that the Texans yeah. game? I think it was what thirty-one nothing, twenty-seven nothing. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then played the next 56-0. week against the Bills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then played the next week against the Bills without a thumb. So um, on his throwing hand, nevertheless. But uh, yeah, not great. No. No. It wasn't good. <laughs> that was a that was a great season. That ended that ended with a with a Super Bowl win. I doubt that that will happen this year. But um, never but listen. Never. It was a, it was a good game by Zappy. I think I think we're going to get a little bit of the overreaction crowd that's talking about how Bailey Zappy is better than Mac Jones and is their starting quarterback of the future. And and I think that maybe just okay, just a little bit okay. Um, but yes, it was not good. It was it was not good. Um, you know. I – it was very good, I should say, from him. <laughs> I think people are going to overreact, and that's okay. That's fine. But he played pretty good. I mean, he had, less, he had under two hundred yards passing, but he played fine. He did what they needed him to do. He had an interception that wasn't his fault. That's like that's a Nelson Aguilar interception, and so like you know, th- you can't fault him for that. I thought I thought overall he played extremely well. He had some really nice plays where he, you know, climbed the pocket, ran outside, and then found someone open afterwards. Uh, you know, I was very impressed with him today.
0: Yeah, and that's, I mean, his confidence was a lot higher today. You could just tell in the way he played. And part of that, you get some of those first game jitters out of the way the last week. And now you're playing, obviously, in a much easier environment. You get to play at home. You get to prepare all week. You got to have, I mean, they didn't even practice in pads this week. I'm assuming this entire week was just, let's teach. And we're going to get these guys ready to play in this game. And the whole offense looked good. They didn't ask Zappy to do a lot, but he did most of it well. Only four incompletions on the day. Obviously, you're going to take that. And one of those is, again, not on him. That's on Aguilar. Yeah. Who, if we're being honest, Aguilar now has three turnovers in five games, which is not really what you want to be seeing from him. And the drops are back. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it is. But that, and
1: you know, you have now you having a fast guy. Now you have a fast guy back. Tyquan Thornton was out there. Had two catches for seven yards. Didn't do a ton, but I will say there were a few plays. There was one play in particular that Okuda was covering him, and he just shook him at the line, and Okuda, like, dropped to his knees. Yeah, and so, you know, right? he's legit. His get-off is legit. <laughs> and so, you know, there were some times where he was open and, and Zappi didn't see him or whatever the case may be, but, man, he uh, he looked really good today.
0: Yeah, and that's going to be one of those things to kind of monitor. I want to see the All-22 this week. Because on the television, it looked like there were three or four plays where Thornton was well behind the defense, and just Zappy didn't see him, didn't have time, wasn't confident in it. Right. And see how that looks once it's Mac Jones throwing it. Right. And yeah. If you look at or the wide receiver, zappy, you know. Yeah.
1: Or even Zappy, and so I, I, I was extremely yeah. impressed. You know, with the offense and the way the offense played. Obviously, the offensive line was great. Ramondre, you know, he's just on another level. He's he's a fantastic yeah. player. Great running the football. He was phenomenal today. Um oh, and so you, you know, he was he was awesome. So you look at Mondre and you just think, okay, he's uh, you know, had 160 yards rushing. And there were times when there were times when he, you know, he looked like he was bottled up and couldn't and couldn't do anything. And then all of a sudden he'd pick up five yards. And you're like, well, how the hell did he get five yards there? Like it just he runs with patience and he has a great burst. And when he sees the hole, he hits it hard. Um, yeah. and he, you know, I was, I was very impressed by him today. And he had that one long run today where he broke the list. must've been five tackles at least. And then he stumbled for 30 yards downfield. Cause he was, you know, running out of tackles and stuff. If he doesn't stumble there it's the touchdown probably. And so, yeah. you know, he, uh, he played very well today.
0: Yeah, he has really, really good contact balance and he runs like when you watch him run, he looks a little bit like Legarrette Blunt in that he is very like he looks very top heavy and he's a big guy, yeah. but he's very nimble. He's he's basically if you took Legarrette Blunt, dropped maybe like ten pounds or fifteen pounds on him and turned that into agility, and yeah. he and he's a much better pass blocking back, much better in the passing game as a whole than Blunt was. Um, he's just he's really really awesome. And, it, I mean, we're going to have to see what happens with Damian Harris obviously having an injury. They ruled him out in the second half. I think the game was also kind of out of reach at that point, so they might just be being cautious. Hopefully yeah. he can come back. Right. You're already downtime Montgomery. You don't want to have – all of a sudden you're in a position where you're counting on Pierre Strong to give you 10 carries a yeah, game probably. Idea. Yeah. Um, or maybe they bring Kevin Harris up from the practice squad. I'm not sure. But Ramondre is just something else, man.
1: Yeah. He is – the way he catches he the ball to the backfield, all of it. He does all of it well, you know?
0: Yeah, I think what he was – I think there was their, their third leading receiver. Yeah, he was. Two yeah. catches for 14 yards is their third leading receiver on the day. 49-yard run. That's – I don't know if that's their longest play of this season, but that has to be one of their longest of the
1: close, season. if it isn't, yeah. I yep. think
0: their previous might be that touchdown to Aguilar in the Pittsburgh game, and I think that was 45 yards. I'm sure – I know dark blue gold is probably going to have something on this in the comments yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> our, yeah, okay. our resident researcher there for the, the longest play from a scrimmage for the past year. Good
1: point. It, apparently, yeah. Dark Blue Gold says we have 80 Twitch viewers right now. That's interesting. I love that. I, I love, love that. that. Love to hear that. So, yeah. well, um,
0: I just love seeing that from Ramondre. Uh, yeah And hopefully, what I would love to see is Harris comes back, because if he can do this in like a large sample size, just keep, when you can rotate these two backs, it's almost even better because they can both stay Healthy. They both give you something a little bit different, but Ramondre right. might be the best all around back on this team. And he's been really out do. snapping Damien for a little bit now.
1: Yeah. And I think, he, I think he is the better player. But I just think, I think Harris brings you something that, you know, first of all, he, he's able to spell, you know, even if he's not the number one guy, he's able to spell Ramondre. So Ramondre doesn't have to do it all by himself. The other mm-hmm. part of it for me is that I look at, you know, his ability to run, he runs extremely hard. You know, he runs through arm tackles like they're nothing as well. So, you know, Damien Harris is, is still a very good running back. And I think that, you oh, know, yeah. I, I've been very impressed with Ramondre, but at the same time, it's like, well, Harris is very good too. Now, Harris is in a contract year, probably not going to be back. They drafted two running backs this year. Yeah. You know, let Harris go out and, and sign a big contract somewhere else, especially if you feel like Ramondre is the guy. Maybe, maybe Ramondre is the guy they keep around and Harris is the guy they, get, you know, they let go and and get a contract somewhere else. Cause he will get a contract somewhere else and he deserves it. He's a very good running back, but to have both of those guys be able to perform at, as well as they do really makes them a formidable one, two punch uh, you know, and certainly one of the better ones in the league, obviously you have Cleveland. And I think Dallas does a pretty good job, although Zeke, I, I don't know if either if Zeke is better than either of these running backs, but um, you know, they're certainly one of one of the top, you know, two or three uh, you know, running back tandems in the league. So they uh, they do a really nice job, and they're tough to stop.
0: Yeah, and that was the longest play, by the way. There you go. Um, it was 44 yards to Aguilar. That was the previous, and they had that one today. Um, yeah, that was the longest play they had today, right?
1: Yeah, I, I believe yeah. so, yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, it was. Uh, and only, only the third 100-yard game of Ramondre Stevenson's career – his other two against Jacksonville and Cleveland last season, hundred yards on 20 carries against Cleveland. That's who they're going to see next week. And one Oh seven on 19 against Jacksonville.
1: Look at that. Oh, wait, hold on now. Mondre the, the giant. That's a good one. Mondre the giant. The giant. Oh, I like that. I let like me, that yeah, let me edit this real quick. <laughs> so that was good. That's a good one. Dark blue gold. Appreciate you, sir. Um, I thought, you know, I thought they played, you know, you get obviously what Ramondre did. I thought the offensive line was was really good. Isaiah Wynn had another penalty today, uh, which, you know, man, it's just, it can be so, it's so deflating when you see him get as many penalties as he does. I think he's up to six now, and everyone else on the offensive line has one. I, I think he's up to seven. Seven, yeah. It's just like, come on, man. Like, you just, you know, at a certain point, it's like, what the hell are we doing here? You know? So, yeah. And uh, I don't think
0: it, the one he had today, I also don't think was terrible. Um, although he had five coming into today. So,
1: yeah. So I think, I think it's just six. I think it's just six. Yeah. I think he only won yeah. today.
0: Yeah. That's exactly what it is. But still, I mean, that's more than one a game. Right. It's never, never good. Especially when the and... rest of the offensive
1: line only has one each. It's just like, come on, you know?
0: Uh this will probably make you laugh, though. Uh One of the guys with four, I'm looking at the leaderboard, is Jermaine Luminor, No, Oh, look. At- former Patriot. Where
1: the hell is he playing
0: now? <laughs> Who's letting him play? Las Vegas. Oh,
1: of course. Yeah, of course. And he's they, starting yeah. there. <laughs> Yikes. That team, it's so funny because, you know, everyone expected Vegas to win the Super Bowl and all this other shit or, or compete in the AFC West. And I'm like, that team stinks. That team is not good. I know they have Carr. I know they traded for Adams. They don't have anything else. They, they haven't been able to draft anyone good in years. And their yeah, offense is terrible.
0: Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's the thing. Uh, the whole thing was predicated on how Derek Carr was going to have this great connection with all the new guys. And right. between injuries and scheme changes, we haven't seen it yet. Maybe right. it, maybe we see it down the backstretch. I don't think that defense is good enough to get them into the playoffs. But, no. Um, and the offensive and, um, line,
1: like you said, is trash.
0: Yeah. Uh, we can we can talk about the big picture of the AFC right now if you want to. I know we, have, we also got to talk about what the defense did today. But there is, I mean, Patriots are not not in a bad spot right now. Look, look around the AFC right now. Honestly, tell me who scares you.
1: Right. It's just the bills, not a lot. The chiefs Uh, and
0: the bills and the chiefs.
1: Right. That's that might be much it.
0: The Jaguars lost at home. I mean, people were, were saying that they looked good and they did look good. They went out to L.A. and won a game earlier this season. They just yep. lost at home to the Texans. They only put up six points. Not a good performance. I don't think the Colts or the Broncos are scaring anybody Whoa. but their own yeah. fan bases at this yeah. point. Um, Chargers, uh, they they really wanted to lose today's they're game terrible. and couldn't find a way to
1: do it. They should have fired the coach last year. They should have yeah. fired the coach last year. It's, it's a and joke. I, and
0: I, I liked Staley, but he is, that has not worked out for them. The Titans somehow are leading the AFC South, and I don't think they're a good team. The Raiders aren't good. <laughs> Uh, the Pats showed that they can play with the Ravens. They're going to get the Browns next week, and they they have the same record. Yep. Um, the Bengals that defense is really good; it's one of the better ones in the AFC at this point. But the offense has the talent, hasn't come together. The Dolphins just got smoked today by the Jets. There's...
1: Yeah. No. Granted, they're on their third quarterback, but the Patriots are on their third quarterback too, and won twenty nine to nothing today. So you know
0: it, exactly. And it's I mean, if you look at the NFL as a whole. It is just like you know, Packers Giants this morning. Like, oh, just yeah, it's there's not a lot of good football. I, what, what did Tom Brady say in that press conference the other day? He looks around and he sees a lot of bad football, and I think he is spot on. Yeah. As much as the Patriots have gotten themselves in a hole and gotten injuries and had some bad games, they are far, far, far from out of this thing.
1: 100%. No, it's very true. So,
0: and if they get if they make the playoffs. And they get lucky and they only have to play the Bills or the Chiefs in the playoffs, and they wouldn't have to play both. Right. And you luck into a win in that game. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, this is, we've been saying this, this team isn't going to win the Super Bowl, but we don't know what this team's going to be like in January yet. First of all, we don't know where Mac's going to be. We don't know if this is a playoff team yet. But if they get to the playoffs, there's only two teams that scare me. And if you only have to play one of them, all of a sudden things.
1: Right. Look, well, it comes down it comes down to right. If you have an AFC Championship game and it's in Kansas City or Buffalo, I mean, yeah, you're probably going to lose that game. Like probably, right? Almost definitely. But like but, you never know. It's one and the game.
0: Chief, and the Chiefs have lost twice in the AFC Championship game at home in the last 5 years.
1: Right. Right,
0: including to the Patriots. So it's yeah. there's no like
1: exactly. any
0: given Sunday I think is more applicable than ever. Yeah. This season. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just, so, and I don't know if it's parody or just that everybody is kind of terrible this year.
1: But when I think I think what it comes down to, and, and I think this is a good little segue for us here, is that the defense, the Patriots defense mm. has been pretty damn good. And I know that, you know, oh, they they gave up a ton of points to the Ravens, which they did. But, you know, I thought they played exceptionally well yesterday again uh, last week. I'm sorry, against the Packers. Mm. And they were fantastic today. I mean, the Lions go 0 for 6 on 4th down, which some of those were stupid for them to go for 4th down, especially the first one on the opening drive of the game. It's the opening drive of the game. You're at your own 45-yard line, and the Patriots are starting a guy who's never started before in his career. He's a rookie 4th-round pick. What are you doing going for it there? Punt the ball away. What the hell's wrong with you? But, you know, I thought Judon was, was a menace today. Jack yeah. Jones had another pick, which was a phenomenal interception. Kyle Duggar was all over the field. Adrian Phillips played pretty well. Like the, all of these guys, For they sure. are, Barmore played extremely well. And that's really the first time we've seen him play really well um, so far this year. And so mm-hmm. they just, they played great. And that's against the, a, an offensive line who is one of the better offensive lines in the NFL. I mean, they have really good offensive line talent and the Patriots just absolutely took that lunch today. And so, you know, they had, they had a tough time stopping the run for a while, but then once, once the game got out of hand, then they had to, had to keep throwing and Jared Goff hashtag stinks, but you know, still you got to give credit to the Patriots defense where, you know, where it's due. And, and I thought they played exceptionally well today.
0: Yeah. And all that they're really asking of the defense this year is to be a good situational team play well enough to put, to force the third downs. It's it's bend but don't break. That's all this is. And They have guys who – I mean, Jack Jones is a playmaker. We were talking about what are you going to do without J.C. Jackson, who's going to step up. It's been Jack Jones so far who's making the plays on the ball. It's Matt Judon forcing strip sacks. I think that's his second one this year. I don't know who got credited with that one in Miami.
1: Um, I'm pretty sure it was him. I I know they didn't get it, but I'm pretty sure it was him.
0: Yeah, he got that strip sacks. I mean, they're making plays on the ball. They're doing stuff. and I mean, this is just – it's a defense that you can't get into third and medium or third and long against they're yeah. not they're not gonna dominate you on first or second down. But what they will do is capitalize the second you fall behind the schedule. The second you start making mistakes, they're gonna do that. Look at that pass rushing package of Judon, Uche, um, Christian Barmore, Dietrich Wise, and Mac Wilson. That five-man pass rushing group is so good that you just you can't get into a position where they can tee off on you. And the right. second that happens, then bad stuff starts happening. And then you yeah. get one or two plays here or there. And it's, I, I don't know how this defense is going to hold up against Buffalo. That's, but we have quite a while until that
1: happens. Well, and that's, and that's the thing. But I think ultimately that's what you look at and say that, you know, you have the, the, the talent to play with these guys. You have mm-hmm. the speed now to play with these guys. And that's something you didn't have last year. No. I think Jack Jones, listen, Jack Jones isn't perfect. He's going to give up some plays. It's going to happen. First of all, he's a corner. So that's guaranteed to happen, but he's a, he's a risk taker. He's a risk taker. And so you gotta, he's gonna he's going to get burnt. Sometimes it's going to happen. And it happened once. I think it happened on a long, it was like third and 15 third. or something like that. And he got, he got beat for, you know, for a 25 yard gain or something like that. But those things are going to happen. And you live with that because he's such a playmaker on the ball. He almost had another interception in the end zone. Where uh, I don't know who it was, I don't know who was covering. It might have been St. Brown. I'm not sure who it was jumped up and and knocked the ball away from him because he was yep. in position in front of him, right? So he he was extremely impressive again today. I thought uh, Marcus Jones got some run finally at the slot. I thought he looked pretty good. Uh, you know, Miles Bryant actually had a decent game and and played pretty well. So mm-hmm. I was I was extremely impressed with the secondary. Jalen Mills continues to play well. John Jones was kinda of in and out with a little bit of an injury today, but uh I think it was a hamstring thing. So we'll kind of see where that where that goes from there. But man, Penny Jennings played well on the edge t- today. So like everybody played well. You start looking at it and saying like everyone had a pretty good game today. And, you know, if they continue to play this way defensively, now this is two games in a row, they've played well defensively. And even even against the I, I realize that they gave up forty points to the um to the Ravens. But they played pretty well the majority of that game against the Ravens. And the offense was just getting get the ball back. And, you know, and so, and Lamar is Lamar. It's, it's you know, I I believe that Lamar might, might win the MVP this year. He's been absolutely My fantastic MVP, yeah. the first few games. And so, you know, I, I, it's tough to play against a guy like that. And ultimately, it, it is what it is. And uh, and I think that this defense is legit. You know, and, and I, don't forget now, the Lions are scoring 35 points a game before today. And they got shot. Number shut one out. offense.
0: Yeah. Right. And I think the, one of the keys to it, too, is that like barmore and godshaw i know pff has been rated really really low at defensive tackle right now and from what i've seen in the film that was a legit rating yep the last couple of games they did not play very well especially against the run and obviously i haven't seen the tape on this one yet but i have a feeling once i get into it it's gonna be okay they turned it around they were making more plays they were doing what they should have done no sam roberts i think got a little bit of playing time today he did um it's my and guy while getting in there. They're really rotating through defensive tackle, trying to keep guys fresh, which I think is helping. And I think this is one of those weeks where the coaches told them, Hey, we need you guys to step up. We can't win this game unless you guys bring your a game. And the fact that they were able to take that game to the next level is huge. That's you got a lot invested in yep. 92 and 90 on that defensive line. You actually need them to play that. Well, they did today. Um, and you look at the next couple of games. Schedule coming up. Quarterbacks, you got Jacoby Brissett, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, the corpse of Matt Ryan, and then Zach Wilson again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's just none of those teams are really going to beat you through the air. I don't think if they're beating you through the air. Then you're either tipping your cap or something's gone horribly wrong, which means they're going to have to run on you, which means that uh, defensive line. All right. Did it one week. Can you do it next week? you do it a couple weeks in a row. They uh-huh. need to start stacking these performances, which is awesome. It's awesome to see him do it once. Now can you do it again? That's that's the thing going forward.
1: And I think a big I think a big part of them stopping the run was Raekwon McMillan, who was in the middle of the defense and Tavea played a little bit in the middle of the defense too, but Mac Wilson cannot stop the run. He cannot do it. And oh so God, yeah. you, you know and so you, you can't you can't have him out there on times when you think it's going to be a run play. He's okay in the passing game. He's a very good blitzer. He's very good at getting after the quarterback. But, you know, you absolutely cannot have him in the run game. And so what happens is that you take him out and you put in, right, and you put in McMillan, and McMillan played pretty well, right? He had, we had one play. He gave up four yards, but the guard pulls in the hole. He took the hit from the guard, shed, and made the tackle. And now he picks up four yards on the play, but he's the only guy there, right? And so he makes that play, and uh, and I was impressed. I was impressed with with the way he played today. It wasn't perfect. They had one wheel route down the down the sideline where he played it very well, and it wasn't a great throw, but he was right there in his hip pocket. So, uh, I was I was impressed. I was impressed with him.
0: Yeah, and that's the other thing with this: when you get the lead and you start playing with the lead, it just makes it way easier on those guys. Yep. and that's it's kind of the cycle of this football is a situational game. It's why heck we've seen Patriots teams that got first round buys and won Super Bowls get blown out. At points and a lot of that is because hey it's a situational game and you get yourself into bad positions so you have to make the plays to get yourself into good positions to make more plays they did a fantastic job of that on both sides of the ball today um, yeah. like you said Marcus Jones getting in there I thought Marcus Jones got the same treatment today that Jack Jones did in week one where they're right. just letting him rotate uh, I know also Jonathan Jones and Jalen Mills are battling injuries but I still think it's noteworthy that Jack Jack's just in there like they're given jack jones reps they have been since week one we know they liked him in the draft like it's just and they, 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 they really like him point. as a player and they yeah. want him on the field uh, miles Bryant had a pretty decent game uh, yep. it's, it helps when you're going against a team like detroit but still this is, hey you need to be this is these are those games where you're just he's you're you're not going against three great receivers every week. Sometimes you're going against bad players and miles. Right. Bryant's going to win those matchups. And, well, and the so tough part for him game. is that,
1: yeah. you know, Monra played, but a was hurt. And so he played, but he really didn't, you know, he was on a pitch count really is what is mm-hmm. what he was. So, um, you know, that, that was tough for him, but Hey, no. uh, you know, worked out in the Patriots benefit today, you know? So also I think Matthew Judon has six sacks as the most for a Patriots player through the first five games in Patriots history. So, uh, um, he's been seriously he's been great. impressive. Yeah. He's
0: yeah. Been great. Do we want to, do we want to do game balls here?
1: Let's do it. Let's do game balls. That leads yeah. into it nicely. Look at you with your yeah. segues and stuff.
0: Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, do I want me to go first to do it? I mean, here we are. you might as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, and Matt Judon's getting my game ball for what he did on defense. He forces the fumble that leads to a defensive touchdown. He's getting pressure on the quarterback. He's bringing sacks. Um, uh, the misdirection with the sleeves before the game, coming out with the blue sleeves and yep. swapping to the red, keeping people on their heels. Uh, no, he was just fantastic today. And that's kind of symbolic of the whole defense. I think Jack Jones could get this. I think Kyle Duggar could get this. I think probably Christian Barmore or Devon Godjaw could get this. I think they were all fantastic. But Judon's the guy who was racking up the numbers. Two sacks, a forced fumble, four quarterback hits. Hats off to you. It's a great game. I feel good about that Judon jersey I got in my closet right now.
1: Yeah, there you go. See, there you go. Uh, And my game ball is going to to Mondre. You know, Ramondre Stevenson just – he was awesome. 160 yards rushing. And, you know, ultimately when it comes down to it, he was their offense today, right? Bailey Zappi was fine. He looked pretty good. He did what they asked him to do. But Damian Harris goes out with an injury, and they only had two guys. Two guys. That was it. Uh, active at running back, and so Ramondre got the load the rest of the way through. And He was awesome running over people and making guys miss and patient in the hole. And he was, he was awesome. So, uh, you can't ask much more than that from, from Mondre. And, uh, and he's a guy that I, I think is, is a special player. He's a special player. And I think it's kind of obvious that he is there. He's the best running back, like pure running back on the team. I love Harris. I think Harris is a, is a really good player too. I do think, um, However, that uh, that Mondre is a, is a better player just overall. And so uh, extremely yeah. impressed.
0: Yeah. Uh, do you know who we haven't talked about today? This isn't game balls, but they're on the ticker there. And we haven't mentioned the names. And that's Jacoby Myers and Hunter Henry. Yep. Who I think also had just fantastic games. Jacoby Myers missing the last couple of weeks. It's something that didn't really come up when we talked about the Packers and Ravens games. He was missing. He's this team's best receiver. And Bailey Zappi found him often. Seven catches, 111 yards today. He got in the end zone. Jacoby Myers got in the end zone. You got to witness a Jacoby Myers touchdown in person.
1: Another one. Matter of fact, he's got a touchdown pass from Brian Hoyer, from Mac Jones, and from Bailey Zappi.
0: But not from Tom Brady.
1: That's true. Or Cam Newton. But, you know, he threw a touchdown pass to Cam Newton, though.
0: He did. He did. So that should count for something. Yeah. And Hunter Henry. I mean, he just, I think he had a real rough start to the season but I also think he's looked better on film than his production has indicated the last couple of weeks. I think he, I don't know if he was nursing an injury or what, but I think he started to find himself and find a little bit more confidence in the last couple of weeks. And Hey, you need safety blankets when you have a third string rookie quarterback in there, you got two of them that showed up today.
1: Yeah. Agreed. And that's, you know, it's good. It's good point by you because they really did play well today. Uh, You know, and Myers is Myers is their most reliable receiver. He's a guy who is on his RFA deal this year. I would be shocked. I would be shocked if if he's not back next year. He's not going to get a big contract from anyone and he is probably more valuable to the Patriots than he is to anyone else. And so to me, yeah. I think that that you know, they have to bring him back.
0: Yeah, and he's also I mean, he's probably the team's best receiver all around. I think so, um, yeah. And I think most crucially, he does for you a lot of what tight ends do. He's a really good blocker. He's really good over the middle of the field. He can make now. I mean, we've seen him add the contested catches this year, which I don't think we'd necessarily seen in the past. And now, I mean, it's a little bit of red zone production. (laughs) Finally getting that. That's you just he's so valuable having that guy. And yeah, depending on what we see out of Taequann Thornton, um, who. I like, and I said before, I liked what we saw today. I don't know if he can be your true number one, but if you can have Parker and, um, as and Thornton as kind of your outside receivers and Jacoby Myers in the slot, that's kind of your long term thing, or at least next year.
1: That He's looks followed. good
0: to me. At least on yeah. paper, I like that. Bourne's probably your guy in the slot as your, your backup who can do a lot of different stuff. And
1: yeah, see, to me, I would, probably one. I would even prefer, I would even prefer, um, Bourne and Thornton on the outside and, and Myers in the slot. Yeah. I just think yeah, Parker's Parker's fine. He's fine. He just, he can't separate. No. Right. And so now you're, so it's always a contested catch with him. And that scares me. Just scares me. I hate, I hate throwing nonstop contested catches to, to, uh, you know, a receiver. It just drives me crazy.
0: Well, I just, I think what he gives you is it gives you a couple different clubs in the back. It's true. Like oh, That's true. Like, Devante Parker is like your, I don't know. It's like he's like your four iron. Like he's that club that you're not gonna hit that often and can be hard to hit, but the times when you pull it out, it can be really useful. He's matchup specific. If you're going against a team with small DBs, put him out there. A lot of work. He's a good blocker. He does a, a lot of things well, even if he doesn't get separation. And when it's not the right matchup for him, you got other guys who can do stuff.
1: So well, and you're not wrong. I just the only the only issue is that he's getting snaps like the number one receiver on the team and so that's the only issue that i have is that he's always on the field and so and he came out you know he comes out every now and again obviously but he has consistently been the number one receiver in snaps and so you know hey, you're, not, you're not you're not getting the production <laughs> from him oh no, it's true it's true it's working because they're throwing other guys instead of him but it just like that's that's the tough part for me so but nevertheless well, you they, know it is what it they is. Had-
0: they have 364 yards today on nine drives on offense. So yeah, they played well. Yeah. I mean, I think this is the other thing. At the end of the day, the offense this far, apart from turnovers, has been a borderline top 10 offense in yeah. just the ability to move the ball and do a whole mm-hmm. bunch of stuff. So I know we can be critical of the of the receiver usage and what they're doing there or tight end usage or all that, but they've they've done basically everything we've asked except clean it up with the turnovers when right. they've done that they've been completely fine and I think I'll, to a certain extent that's a little bit fluky I mean we've got two fumbles from Aguilar and whatever happened with that incompletion to him today and right. some stuff that is not necessarily going to continue happen. although it's Aguilar so that might, yeah. that might keep happening um, but yeah it's a position where I'm, I'm always more optimistic that the turnovers are going to fade with time with a Bill Belichick team And you would think we know what they like. They like Mac Jones behind the scenes. So they like his smarts. I optimistic that that stuff goes away. And if it does, what you're left with is a borderline top 10 offense. Probably. Yeah. With a defense that can force turnovers. Right. I don't know what the ceiling on that team is, but that's got a pretty high floor. Well,
1: that's the thing, right? That's the thing is that. Yeah. Okay. You're not, you're not in contention for the Super Bowl necessarily, but, but a team that can play good defense doesn't turn the ball over, can move the ball. Mm -hmm. That that's a playoff team that's a playoff team and you know, maybe it's a French playoff team. Maybe they lost, you know, maybe they lost a few games early on in the season, which is going to hurt them and not allow them to win this, you know, to make the playoffs because of, because of these games they've lost. But, you know, I don't know. You're at least going to, you're at least going to have a fighting shot, especially after, you know, the run that they go on these next few games here where they just don't, they don't play great teams. And so you're able to hopefully, you know, hopefully win those games. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see, right? I mean, you stall in the red zone a little bit. I think Dark Pugol mentioned about the play calling. I do think, I think there was some questions, some questionable decisions in there. But like, when haven't there been? I mean, the thing is, is that you know everyone's hard. complaining this now. It's <laughs> like, how many times do we hear people complain about Josh Daniels over the last few years? Josh Daniels was was, you know, all throughout football, everyone said he was one of the best offensive coordinators in football. Well, now you know you, you in the exact same amount now as you were then yeah so you know like ultimately they haven't been doing bad there was some you know some things here and there that we, i didn't love i didn't i don't love the outside zone as much they've ran it a little bit too much for my liking but it i don't mind them that? right right so i don't mind them running it uh because it's what they're doing which is fine get it on tape get, you know see what it looks like see if we can run it and then kind of go from there and so i think ultimately right now you don't there's really no issues with that and so Um, you know, I've been, I've been happy with the way this team has been playing overall, right. For the last two games. I mean, you know, you almost, you almost knock off the Packers in Lambeau with your third string quarterback coming in after Hoyer goes down with an injury. And then now you, you you don't just beat the lions. You absolutely demolish the lions 29, nothing, never competitive. Nope. And it was sick. You know, it was six, nothing for a while. But it was like, yeah, you know, the game was like the the Lions never got close. They never it, got close to you, I and was so never I worried. was impressed. No, yeah, oh no,
0: god. No. And it was just it was one of those where it kind of felt like the, the the Lions are never going to be in a position here where they're they're, they're going to have at least one third and medium or third and long on every drive. And yeah. I always felt good about our defense in that situation.
1: Yeah, the Lions, and, so the Lions today. Oh, go ahead.
0: No, uh, then it led to all those fourth downs. And,
1: right. So the I Lions think, today went went zero for six. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the key play of the game is probably that first fourth down just set in the tone. The Lions come in thinking that they're going to be able to run all over you and you stop them right off the bat. Right. And side note, the unsung part of that is Mac Wilson getting over on third down to knock Jared Goff out of bounds short of yeah, the six. Short of the Little six, plays, right? Game of inches. Right. It sets you up. It gives you the chance to make the stop. And then they make the stop and you get the field goal out of it. And just I think they had one chunk play after that fourth down too. To get them a little bit yeah. closer, and they kick the field goal, and it was like, okay, the offense doesn't need to be scoring touchdowns; they just need to get into field goal range. I think only one punt today, if I have that right, maybe two.
1: But uh, was, they were both one, late. One, two punts, two punts late. The second one was just because they they took a knee. They yeah. took knee. So what? Really, one punt. The second one they had, they were just they were just down in the ball, and yeah, so they we had in, to punt it because it was twenty seconds.
0: left. And it's if your offense is getting into field goal range every drive, you're. Yeah and you're kicking it, you're pretty happy with that. I yep. think what, I think the 07 Patriots are one of the few teams that has averaged more than three points a drive. If you're able to get three points a drive, if you're never scoring touchdowns but you're getting a field goal, every time you're down, you're going to be very, very happy with that. At the end of the day, you're going to win more games than you're going to lose. So 100%. Yep. I'll take that. And I have, op- I'm optimistic that the red zone production improves as time goes on. Absolutely. Patricia will get more uh, comfortable as a play caller. Obviously bill was saying this week that he, the, offense is his responsibility and i think he's also a play caller here i think they're working together they're going to get more comfortable with that they're going to learn the players better and mac will come back at some point um, i hope he comes back next week i think there's a chance i think regardless they're gonna if it's if it's zappy i think they can win that game if it's back yeah. i think they should win that
1: game i agree i agree i i, I still think it should be at least at least a Monday night game. I, I hated what I've saw from what I've seen from Mac in practice. Looks like he's walking on that ankle very gingerly. He throws the ball. When he throws the ball, he's barely coming down on that right foot. So I I think, in my opinion, you're five games into the season. You got 12 games left to go in the, in the year. If you bring him out too early and you risk him getting, you know, and the risk of re-injury goes up, what, what are we doing? Like just, you know, Zappi's been okay. Without Mac in there. And yeah, do you give yourself, do you have less of a chance of winning without Mac? Yes, of course you do. But I just think if he truly is the future, if you do believe that he is the guy, you don't need to rush him back. What I love seeing is the fact that he's back practicing, that he wants to play. So that's the only part I care about. He wants to play. He's pushing to play. He's saying, yeah. I want to be back out there. I want to be back out there with oh my guys. I'm ready to go. I want to go out there. Now it's yeah. your job as the team to say, we know you want to, buddy, and we love that you want to, but you're just not ready. You're not ready yet. You are limping all over the place. It's just like that's our decision to make. We're looking at saying, yep, no, you're not ready yet. But we, yeah. we're happy that you want to be ready. You're just not there yet, right? So we're going to keep working on the treatment. You're going to keep getting better. And then eventually, you know, I think I think that Bears game—that's the one that I'm kind of circling for him to come back. Maybe he comes back, you know, maybe he looks great this week and he's able to play. I just I don't want to rush him back because I don't want him to get hurt, right? And then if yeah. he's hurting and out for the year, now you got Zappy, and it's like, well, fine. But if Zappy's your quarterback, you're not, you know, I don't know. So we that's – we
0: are we're in the Steelers tier and not exactly
1: a, exactly. Yeah. So I, I do. You look, yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead.
0: I just I'm looking at the schedule and it's just. A Bears team that uh, was surprisingly competitive today against the Vikings and uh, was a forced fumble at the end away from potentially tying that one up and sending it to overtime. Yeah, that's a bear. I mean, the Bears at home, that doesn't particularly threaten me. The Jets have played better this season, but the wins that the Jets have had are at the Browns and at the Steelers. And now today at home against the Dolphins with a third string quarterback in. Right it's if the Patriots win next week. They're basically in the same position that the jets are there. They're winning the same games. So exactly. that's not, I mean, you should win at least one of those two against the jets, if not both of them. And then, really? um, uh, again, the Colts who are somehow two, nice. two and one right now, that that is the worst two, two and one team oh, that I have, yeah. that I have ever seen. And as dark blue gold put it, they're led by the artist formerly known as Matt Ryan. <laughs> I loved that. That made me laugh. Um, uh, <laughs> So I just you look at what's coming up and all of a sudden this team might be two games above 500 at Thanksgiving and a game at the Vikings on Thanksgiving against Kirk Cousins, who has not been great in primetime. And then you look at that schedule down the stretch and it's all right. Games at the Cardinals and at the Raiders. Those are definitely winnable home games against the Bengals and Dolphins. Those are winnable. And then it's just what do you do in the division? That might be your difference maker about whether you're getting into the playoffs. Home game against Miami and just two games against Buffalo.
1: Yeah, agreed. Agreed. So I just want to run through the fourth downs here because I do think, like, it is interesting. Now, they go 0-6. It's the first time ever in the history of the NFL that a team has gone 0-6 on fourth down. The first one, as we talked about, on the opening drive of the game, which to me is just so incredibly dumb. So they go for it. Fourth and one at the Detroit forty-five, and you're right. That third down play by Mac Wilson to get over there and knock Jared Goff out of bounds before the sticks. I like that play a lot. You know, at, uh, kind of an unsung play by him. I just think, you know, is this four, you're at the you're at your own forty-five yard line? Just punt the ball away. Like, what the hell are we doing? You know, what are we doing? And so, uh, so that one was stupid. Then they had then. They have one more. Oh, yes, they had they did. They had another one where they had the ball third and two at the 25 yard line. They run the ball. He loses seven yards on the run. Great play. I think it was uh I think it was Phillips that came up and made the play. Um and so so that one, you know, nice play. Now it pushes them back to fourth and nine. You're at the 32. I think the argument to not kick that field goal, I think it makes sense. You're down six nothing. Maybe they don't trust their field goal kicker. I don't know. It's only a 49-yard field goal. It's not like a 57-yard well, have, field goal.
0: I think they have a new kicker this week.
1: And so they might. And so if they have a new kicker, yeah. then you look at it and say, okay, we don't really trust them to kick a 50-yard field goal into the wind because that the Patriots, you know, where they are right there, that spot, that's where the wind comes in. So, fine. Got okay. that. Okay. They, they just, go for it. They just
0: switched from Austin Siebert to Michael Badgley on. Okay. Friday.
1: So there you go. So you're not, you know, so you're not trusting Badgley. And so you said, okay, you know, fine. We'll go for it. Obviously worst case scenario, strip sack. They pick it up, run it in for a touchdown. Now it's 13, nothing. You're like, oh my God, this is where the game switched to me. It's six, nothing at that point. It's 13, nothing. The lions come out, they go three and out Patriots drive right down the field, kick a field goal, get the ball to start the second half, drive right down again in a five minute drive and kick another field goal. Now it's nineteen nothing. Now you're the Lions looking at it saying, "Well, now we're down nineteen. Now we kind of have to go for it." They went for it four times. They had five drives in the fourth quarter in the in the second half. Four of them ended. Four of them ended on on fourth down. One of them was was literally the one snap where they just took an a knee. Yep. Uh, the fourth down they had fourth and two. It and then we went thirty four. Again, same thing. Amon Ra they ran an out. route to Amon Ra. Great play in the flat to stuff them. Great play. Okay, another one. Now you're at the New England five yard line, and this one is kind of like you can make the argument, but they're down twenty six to nothing. Like at that point, what well, kicking a field goal is going to do you no good. So you have to go for that one. They don't get it again. Another incomplete pass. That one to a monitor. That's the one. Miles Bryant actually made a nice play mm-hmm. on that one. And then you had fourth and one at the New England thirty one. Again, you're down twenty six to nothing. Like you're not yeah, going, going for it. it. You're not kicking the field goal. Stuffed nice. up the middle, great play yeah. by Raquan McMillan, and then the last one, we had the New England eighteen, and they try to throw it again, and and uh, and it gets knocked away. So, yeah. and I thought I was, I mean, you know, they, they yeah, played great.
0: Yeah, Adrian Phillips had, a, I know he had a stop in there. I don't know if it was one of the fourth down ones, if it was a third down one, but I thought he had a fantastic game too. Yeah, I mean, just everybody on this defense had a, a moment today. They just, did, just one, at least one. And that was really nice to see. There's a, The list of Patriots who made a tackle in this game is kind of crazy. Um, and to go with that, being able to win the middle eight, that's something we really haven't seen in the post Tom yep. Brady era in New England right. is winning that. And that's uh, for this team to go from being one of the middling teams in the NFL to one that is a threat to win the division. That's where you want to see that improvement. It's yeah. win the middle eight. Don't have turnovers, better situational football. I thought we saw improvements in all of those today. I think we've seen improvements in all of them incrementally throughout the season, and just you want to keep getting better.
1: Absolutely, and and so Dark Blue Goal points it out, but the uh, the bumping helmet call. Now listen, it is it's it's insane to me when you look at how bad the officiating in the NFL is just so dreadful because that play. That's one of the worst calls I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, Mac Wilson was standing there, and Jared Goff had jumped, so he came down and his chin hit Mac Wilson's helmet. Mac Wilson's just standing next to him. He just bear-hugged him, and he's holding on to him, and because Goff jumped, he went down. Now, I'm like, okay, that's one of the worst pass, roughing the passive penalties I've ever seen. Then you responded to that saying, this one (laughs) actually might be worse, and the Brissette one, which was was. unbelievably terrible – and then you had the Brady one in the Atlanta game, where it's like, "What in the world are we doing?" He just got tackled. He got tackled, and they called roughing the passer. It's like this, it's unbelievable.
0: And this has been kind of an issue in the NFL for a couple of years now, right. but it doesn't really get the headlines. Obviously, one because nobody wants to be the guy that's anti-defending the players, and right. I get it. Like uh, we don't. Nobody wants to see quarterbacks getting hit, and nobody wants to be the guy two weeks after what happened with Tua saying actually i right. need to defend the quarterbacks less, but at the same time we should have a reasonable standard here and this is where if we're talking about changes the nfl could make going forward having just a video ref just going to watch the game on the cameras call that right. and say hey you missed that one or hey pick up that flag um, yeah would be probably nice I, for some I, of these
1: yeah i agree with you and i will say like i can at least the brady one i can at least see it so you mentioned Tua. Two who got ragdolled yeah, and, you know, goes down. Play. It was a similar play. Now, Brady didn't get ragdolled, but it was a similar play in which Grady Jarrett went to the ground on his butt and then flew Brady, kind of flung Brady over his shoulder.
0: Yeah, he grabbed him by at, his hips and twisted him.
1: Right. At least I can see where it's coming from. It's a terrible penalty. But I can at least see where it's coming from. The Brissette one, there's no excuse for that. But I just I, – <laughs> no. I wonder – I wonder if, you know, the guy's not looking, all of a sudden, you know, the pass goes, Brissett's standing, then he looks back over, Brissett's on the ground, and the guy's standing next to him. And he's like, Well, flag, because he's on the ground, right? The Mac Wilson one, Goff never even went down. He yeah, just came I, down on top of
0: him. I mean, it's like, and I, I kind of got that one because from... One angle, if you see it the wrong way, it looks a little bit like Matt Wilson jumps into him head first and goes right. helmet to helmet. But he just didn't do that. It just was right. kind of like a weird angle, yeah. uh, camera angle that they showed on it. And it's that's one of those where you just you need another pair of eyes. on right. it. Like I can some of the time I can get why the refs going to throw the flag in the first place. If you're not sure, throw the flag and let's discuss it. That yeah. I'm always on that side of things. Yeah. you need to have another pair of eyes on it somewhere to right someone needs to see them.
1: that and be like especially
0: what are we because about? and in that Tampa game um it kind of decided the game i will say right. from from what i saw or at least what i've seen on twitter it sounds like there was a missed call on the play before that should have given tampa a first down so it, in essence the game should have already been decided at that right. point but at the end of the day, in a situation like that, like that's great. Jarrett's just making a football play. That's yeah. all that is. And it's hard because it's a, it's a hard hit. It's a physical sport.
1: Right. Right.
0: All for defending the players. But you got to actually at
1: some point, this is what we do. Right. This if, is what if we're they playing
0: do playing tackle football. You actually have to let it play right. out as such.
1: I agree. I agree. I will say that's one of the scariest that injury today. Yeah. That was you scary. know, on the on the second offensive play, of the third offensive play of the game was so scary for me because it was the, I couldn't even see what happened I was just like what you know he collided with Hunter Henry but not hard it was just one it's just a normal like he's just bumping him at the line of scrimmage and all of a sudden these guys on the ground and my first thought was oh he must have like that sucks it must have been a no, no non-contact injury where he just like turned the wrong way or they hit knees or something yeah. and then instantly you see the backboard come out and i'm like wait why is the backboard coming out like what the heck happened yeah. and then you know and then you see he gets on in the ambulance and i'm like oh my god like what the hell you know and yeah. it just yeah. seemed like such like such one of those weird things where you know whether it was helmet to helmet or shoulder to helmet and it just like just hit him in the wrong way and bam he goes down and you're just like oh my god you know yeah. so i'm
0: we were wa- watching that on TV because they you see the play, Hunter Henry, you're celebrating, and they mentioned, oh, like yeah. there was a, a guy there's an injury. So they're showing the replay of just Henry making the catch. I'm looking in the background to kind of tell what happened. I saw the guy go down, it looked like the fencing response. That's like when your arms rip over your head when you get concussed. And I was like, That's well, that's weird. That right. can't be it. And they show yeah. it from the other angle and he takes kind of a glancing blow to the head, like an incidental one. And that was just like wow. Like, that is incredibly unlucky. I, I obviously hope he's doing all right. They said he had feeling in his extremities. They said that, um, yeah. Well, I obviously they had his family riding in the ambulance with him, right? Which I never seen that happen there, before. No, and, and I mean I think partially that's because the family isn't always at the games and here in a that's road true. game. I mean that's yeah. got to feel for them. That's really scary too to just you're you're there watching your son play a football game and all of a sudden everything change
1: well, he had been called up from the practice squad like yesterday and he's playing and it's like hey you know he's finally on the field and, and then you know that happens and it's like man that just sucks you know so but i am happy to hear that he's doing all right but that's you know that's i was saying to my dad in the stands i'm like how do these guys they just compartmentalize and just say yep we're just gonna keep playing the rest of the game and it's like it's crazy you know
0: i, I could tell you for the rest of that drive i wasn't really thinking about what was going on on the field
1: right just yeah. yeah you know it's tough so
0: yeah it's hard to do that and it's um obviously and it's the the flip side of this is I know we as fans get really into the rivalries and the competition aspect of it but in that those moments you see the the brotherhood between the players and guys who are college teammates I know Damian Harris was going over with some of the Alabama guys on the Lions and kind of checking in making sure everything's okay and it's it's really, uh, yeah, Dark Blue Gold says it's Judon, class personified. He was over there doing stuff. I just, I, I really like that. Yeah. Um, checking in on each other. and Right. The the acknowledgement that, hey, this is the game. We're doing this for fun and entertainment. To right. make sure we all get through back home to our families.
1: Yep. And that's it. I mean, that's ultimately what it comes down to, right? Because they understand. Like, that's it's a business and it's a game, but like, you know, no one's out there trying to hurt each other, right? I'm out there trying to beat you, but I'm not out there trying to hurt you. Right. And, and so when you see a guy go down like that, you know, it could be me. I could be the next guy that gets hurt like that. But yeah. you know what? It wasn't. And so I can be happy for that, you know, now that it wasn't me, but also understand that it certainly could be me at some point in the future. And so I think they all live with that with that knowledge, you know, so.
0: Yeah. So it's obviously from what we heard, he's all right now. Hopefully yeah. that that continues. and yeah. Hopefully he can get back out there playing. That'd be. Very good to see. I'd like to make sure he's all right there. Um, Yeah, never the way you want to start a game.
1: (laughs) No, no. So, but uh, I think it's it. I think it's all we got. Listen, the Patriots played extremely well. Uh, Obviously, Mm -hmm. 29 to nothing. You know, just an absolute blowout uh, of the Lions. And again, the Lions, just as a reminder, the Lions were the number one scoring offense in the league. I believe they had the most yards in the league, they had Mm -hmm. the most points in the league. They have been absolutely crushing everyone they're playing against. Them. And then, you know, I was listening to some of the post games. Oh, you know, he, they didn't have this guy, and they didn't have that guy. That's true. They also didn't have those guys last week, and they put up 40 points. So, like, you know, it's not as though it's not as though they are dealing with stuff they haven't been dealing with. Swift was out last week. Amonra played this week, and I know he was on a pitch count. He only had four catches. I get it. Still on the field. And so, you know, like he was still out there for them. Hawkinson was out there. That you know, the rest of the guys were out there, their offensive line was all intact.
0: They shut down Hawkinson. And they
1: scored zero points. I and mean,
0: that's yeah. and he's a good player. And that was he is a Kyle. Good player. That's where Kyle Dugger had a really good game covering him. Yeah. And they threw a lot at him. This yep. is just you can only play the guys in front of you.
1: Exactly. The exactly.
0: Patriots played a team that we didn't think was very good, but we thought had upside today. And they completely shut down that upside, dominated from start to finish, and did what we thought they should do against a team that isn't very good if this is going to be a 500 team or better this year.
1: Exactly. That's exactly. all you can ask for. all you can ask for. So we'll see. So Cleveland yeah. next week. And, uh, you know, look, I mean, same thing. You you know, you're hoping to go into Cleveland and, and beat a, a beatable team, win a yeah. winnable game, and and, you know, get out of there with another victory, and, you know, get back up to 500 and keep it rolling.
0: Yeah, I got two more tidbits for you. Quick ones yes, before weird. we log off here. Uh number one, um, this is the second game in a row now where the Patriots have worn the throwbacks and scored exactly 29 points. Okay. Uh, I I don't know what that means. I don't I think that has any implications, but I figured I'd share that with you. Um the other one going going to Cleveland next week. Did you see what was going on at that stadium before the game?
1: I did not. The the wanna know?
0: The bugs were out. The one, the infamous bugs from that uh, Yankees-Cleveland series from the like the oh 2000s in baseball. Ugh. They were out. They were out before the game. So hopefully that is not a factor next week. I, I, that's just not appetizing.
1: Yeah, no, it isn't. Uh, at and least I'll be there. Yeah,
0: I think there's a Yankee Yankees-Guardian series going on this week. So uh, the, perfect timing on that one.
1: Yes. <laughs> Yes. Oh, a bug. Zap- You're on fire today, Darkwood Gold. You're on fire. We have a bug zappy. So, <laughs> uh, so yes, we do have a bug zappy. But anyways, but that's, listen, I mean, I don't know how you can't be happy with 29 to nothing. No. You can't ask much more than that. Uh, You know, and, and they played exceptionally well. Again, first team to ever go 0 for 6 on fourth downs. Patriots just dominated all game. And, you know, great defensive mm-hmm. game all around. They're rookie One in the class. Their rookie class right now looks pretty damn good. Looks pretty yeah. damn good when you look at the Jones yeah. brothers on defense. And Taequann Thornton looked pretty good today. Cole Strange has continued to look good. And, of course, Bailey's happy playing well today. So, uh, you know, you were you were happy to see that. And, and Marcus Jones had like a 10, 12, you know, punt return, which was, of course, nullified because of a Josh Uche penalty. <laughs> Uh, I guess technically it wasn't nullified. He still gets credit for it because it was after the play, but still. Uh, you yeah. know, the the field Which side note,
0: right I now. thought that was a really interesting call. Josh Uche was right. I, I like like it was right to penalize him on that when they showed the replay of it. But when I first saw the penalty, I looked away from the screen, and walked to the other room because I thought, oh, that's the 15 yards on the late hit on Marcus Jones after the play. So yes. I went to the other room. I was like cleaning dishes or something and came back in and I heard them say 15 yards against the returning team. And didn't double take. So I was, that was interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Better officiating this week than last week though. That's, that is, he, that for is very true. Sure.
1: That is definitely true. It was, it wasn't yeah. good, but it was better yeah. than last week. So, yeah.
0: and one more tidbit, 24 different Patriots recorded a tackle, including Jake it. Bailey.
1: Love it. Jake. <laughs> Bailey don't did. want him.
0: Don't no. want him getting in the stat sheet, but the other 23 no, no, no. I'll take,
1: but he did a nice job, did a nice job, forced him out of bounds. So it gets credit yeah. for the tackle. Yeah. So, all right, well, that's what we got. Thank you for uh, for watching, as always, guys. We appreciate it, and we'll be back midweek this week. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll be, it probably won't be a two-man show this week, but you never know. You never know. We'll surprise like, you guys.
0: see what comes up.
1: Yep, exactly. All right, guys. Take care. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com.